Well, we are all the way up and you know what it is. It's another day with your boys on what? The Faction, that's right. And I'm not by myself, I'm never by myself. I have the valedictorian, the founder, the father of the newly graduated Jordan and Jackson, Mr. GB. What's happening, man? Man, listen, I'm sure people have been wondering, where have you guys been? Uh, we've oh all gosh. been navigating a lot of life. And Courtney- There has been a ton going on. Woo! My Lord. And Courtney, as you have uh, just so eloquently stated, yes, Jordan is now a high school graduate. And so- now. Yeah, Jordan was in middle school when we started the show. D well, uh, no. Well, let's see. Four years ago, she was either heading just to high starting, school. Then. Yeah, she was heading to high school. Yeah. Wow. Golly. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Well, oh, oh. it says Jordan is getting old, but it also says that the founder too is aging. So we'll, well see how that. It says we're navigating all of the different <laughs> spaces and seasons of life. So uh, I am, I, listen, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But graduation was yeah. actually quite amazing. I have to say, I got to shout out uh, Salem High School in Virginia Beach. Uh, Virginia Beach City Public Schools really has it figured out. You know, in this time where uh, a mm -hmm. lot of graduations are literally via Zoom, like we're talking now, they found yeah. a way to do an in-person graduation. Um, and they did it where they spread it out over three days. Uh, so good. Just so well where everybody got so to come good. in, literally have their individualized graduation ceremonies. So and, good. And it's, uh, you know, it was just, it was just great. It was absolutely great. So shout out to my amazing daughter, uh, Jordan, who is getting ready for college. Oh, God. Yes, I know. Crazy, right? Oh, yeah. Crazy. So, that's going down, and uh, meanwhile, I've got a one-year-old running around as well, and uh, I questioned myself several times, like, why did I get that? <laughs> I don't know. But Listen, great. He, he, he'll be knocking on the door soon saying, Daddy, let me in, because I know y'all are filming without me. Listen, shout out Salem High School, Virginia Beach. Everybody knows I'm from the 757, mm -hmm. but I can't say Salem High School without representing one Timothy Mosley, a.k.a. Timbaland, Absolutely. who's been representing on Versus TV yes. with Swiss Beats. Yes. So Jordan doesn't just come from a small high school. She comes from one with a ton of legacy. Shout out Mr. Mosley in Versus. Absolutely. How have you been, man? Man, listen, my world's been a little nutty. Uh, Cornetta uh, went under for procedure. Wow. And so that was about 15 days ago. So I've been playing mm -hmm. uh, doctor. Yes. If you will. Yes. But her mom has been here helping. Our daughter came in town. We have a great village around us that's been awesome. helping us. And she's moving uh, better, so much better now. The, okay. the key to it now is keeping her to not doing much. Mm. So we will see how that goes because I know right yeah. now she's getting stirred crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting and us saying, don't lift that, don't do that, and all right. those things. Right. So all of us are dealing with life. You have yes. been rocking through. Jordan, you but you drove to Virginia, mind you. Yes, yes. Um, which is, we've been talking about it, and I, not, to, not to defer the conversation, mm -hmm. which is just a different drive now in today's climate of the culture. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Driving through the Georgias and the Carolinas. Mm -hmm. I, I have never been nervous about that drive other than, yeah. you know, hey, I want to ha handle the nine hours well. But this Listen, time was because you normally go down Nostalgia's Road. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm I'm driving through 
this part, and I'm driving through mm-hmm. Carolina, and I'm driving through mm-hmm. Winston. Oh, I remember this happened. I'm driving yes. through by Greensboro, yes. and you just start going down this Mid Atlantic journey, mm-hmm. but you couldn't even enjoy the Mid Atlantic journey this time. No, I couldn't. In fact, uh, on my way there, I only stopped once, um, and that was literally to gas up and to eat. And I tried to stay in well lit areas and well populated areas. Um, I just, I just could not. I didn't want to get pulled over. I didn't want to yeah. be in a, in a rural area. And so, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a very different ride, both there and back. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Scary yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the third member. Ah, uh, yeah. Brandon J. Clack, baby Zoe is home. Fight, home. Zoe, fight. Fight. And the Clacks are adjusting to the life of having a newborn at the house. And so um, I can we talk relate. to him daily. Uh, yes. right, you get it. We talk to him daily. And yes. soon he'll, he'll be back on the show. Hey, I did William Huckabee's podcast. Ah, how was that? I know you guys at times have been mortal enemies. Well, and it still continues. I did yes. a podcast, but that does not make us friends. Yes. I still think he's one of the worst wrestlers the Southern Honor has. Oh, boy. Uh, and so, but we did the show, and it was really, really good. He acknowledged you. He talked about how well you've been doing. But we really hit some hard topics. He asked me some questions pertaining to wrestling and faith. Okay. And my uh, thought, one of the great questions he asked me was, how do I feel about Randy Orton? Randall mm-hmm. Keith. I've been hard on Randall Keith over the yes, years. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And I've been very himself. tough. Deservedly so. Mm -hmm. But Randall Keith Orton won RKO, uh, or should I call him racial kill-offer, because he's trying to kill racism in the business. Uh, One RKO Randall Keith Orton has been on the forefront of Black Lives Matter. So I talked about that on the podcast, and you can go watch that. That is the Wrestling Nerdcast with William Huckabee and Mike Villas. You can find that on all your social media networks. But that's not the only podcast. Because my boy is up here prostituting his second podcast <laughs> right in our face. Now, the pod- now listen, guys. The Faskin has been loyal to wrestling. We've been loyal to GB. But no, somebody just couldn't stay in one podcast. Well, so tell us about your thing around your microphone, Mr. Well, Alder. this is our official Southern Honor uh, situation. <laughs> and we do have a Southern Honor podcast that drops every Friday. And uh, I have been faithfully mentioning the faction. We do promote the faction on there as well, of course. I'm not going to leave my boys out. Not at all. But uh, it's a fun time where we've had a chance to talk to you a lot of the superstars from Southern Honor, really about some pretty heavy stuff. And so yeah. uh, I've been excited Southern about Southern Honor's that. not shied away from the conversations. We have not. And, um, you know, as long as I'm there, I'm going to make sure that we don't shy away. Uh, the good thing is it's not just me, right? Yeah. Gary Lamb, Dylan Frymer, like all of these guys really <laughs> believe in these things. And I've had some great conversations yeah. with them. And so it makes talking about the things that are going on in the world and in the world of pro wrestling easy to do so i'm grateful to be with an organization where black lives matter and uh where we're willing to speak out so i'm very very happy about that very good about that i know we're going to talk more southern honor later because the pool around southern honor is getting smaller and smaller 
Once we'll talk about that, GB, you yes. got it. All right. Well, listen, if you guys have been missing our episodes, there are lots of ways to catch them. Of course, we've been hitting you with these quick hits on a daily basis. Yep, and we've yep, been yep. digging into a lot. And there's been so much current news to talk about. So uh, you can always check that out wherever it is that you get your podcast. And our video podcasts uh, have been available right now exclusively on uh, Facebook.com slash The Faction Show. We've got some more news coming about that a little bit down the road. So make sure you check it out. We've got some great, great content and great discussions. Our last video podcast really dealt with Black Lives Matter and its impact in the wrestling industry and the like. And so we've got a really, really powerful show lined up for you today. So last week, uh, Friday specifically, while I was driving back from Virginia, uh, I did my best to be very responsible and not be on my phone in terms of social media and things like that. So when I finally got back here and started seeing, there was a lot of scuttlebutt about a hashtag called speaking out. The design of the hashtag uh, was for anyone who suffered any degree of abuse, whether it be sexual abuse, mental, physical, emotional, etc., cetera, um, to speak out and to have their voices heard. Nobody anticipated the impact it would have in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, the, the reaction and the impact was swift and far-reaching. Even as of right now, there are still new allegations coming out, still new names being mentioned. We have seen wrestlers fired. We've seen wrestlers suspended. We've seen organizations go belly up. We're talking yeah. about all of that but what i want to do for those who have not heard i just want to read a list of people whose names have been mentioned throughout this and uh we'll dig into some of these but the names are pretty intriguing here we go jim Cornette, matt riddle the velveteen dream darby allen marty Skrull. The Knight family, which is Paige's family, Rich Catlotto, David Starr, Dave Crist, Martin Zaki, Sammy Guevara, Rob Feinstein, Will Ospreay, Chino Reyes, Dan Math, wow, he's out of Ring of Honor, Mark Haggerty, Kirk White, Aaron Epic, Russell Payne, Chasen Rance, Jimmy Havoc, Trent Seven, Mark Paz Pari, Wolfgang, Dave Lagana, Jordan Devlin, insert breath, Jack Gallagher, Byron Wilcott, Joe Coffey, Congo Kong, Scotty Davis, Justin Roberts, Bull James, Travis Banks, Legaro, Kindred Kamari, Joey Ryan, and here's a name you may not have expected, James Ellsworth. All of these names over the last few days have been implicated in some way uh, connected to this speaking out movement. Now, some of the allegations we are aware of and some are super, super serious. Uh, we've seen, for instance, WWE, they fired Jack Gallagher. We've seen them actually issue a public policy on how they're handling these particular situations. AEW has suspended Jimmy Havoc. They've suspended Sammy Guevara. 
we have seen progress wrestling um, go through a number of different iterations from suspending uh, wrestlers indefinitely, stripping them of titles, getting rid of some um, management people to deciding to finally just shut it all down and try to rebuild it at some point. And then there are other spaces that have been eerily silent. The NWA uh, received the resignation of their vice president, Dave Lagana, who is responsible for all production and television. So that's kind of put a bit of a, a glitch in their matrix. But we've not seen anything happen with a Marty Skrull or a Dan, uh, Dan Maff um, from Ring of Honor. And so before we get into all of the specifics, I do want to ask you, Courtney, man, what are your thoughts on what has happened in the last week or so in pro wrestling surrounding the speaking out movement? Well, it's definitely shocking to the sport of professional wrestling, which has made its uh, name on secrecy, mm -hmm. on don't expose the business. Yeah. And when you think of language like don't expose the business, that's just not gone. That's not gone from uh, what's going to happen possibly in a match. Yeah. What's going to happen after a pay-per-view, but also let's not tell family business about what happens in the culture of one professional wrestling. Right. So now you have the speaking out and uh, there are many traditions of wrestling that have been considered paying your dues, mm -hmm. not to consider that, uh, sexual misconduct is one uh but this is this is all types of abuse we're talking about this yes. is a, this is an all-encompassing uh uh narrative of abuse yes uh there are certain things that are going to change now about wrestling mm -hmm. the idea of how one pays its dues we are going to hope uh the nba and the nfl don't start us speaking out for paying dues hmm. because everything is going to change mm -hmm. Because paying dues usually was a rite of passage. Mm -hmm. I think it goes without saying that when it comes to sexual misconduct, as far as raping another person, is just it's 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 mind blowing. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear some of the names, I got it. Some of the names don't shock me. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you you say a name like a Jimmy Cornette, and a Jimmy Cornette fires back at you. Yeah. So now we're stuck in this moment because. There is, and I'm choosing, as you can tell, I'm choosing my words very wisely. Yes. Uh, there is a desire to hear. And I'm attempting to use the same intentionality to hear from the person who's been accused. Mm -hmm. uh, the person who accused Jimmy Cornette has now left Twitter. Mm. They've left Facebook. They deleted all the things that were considered evidence that they had hmm. after Cornette supposedly came out and annihilated their statement. Hmm. I think that it would be uh, negligent of us mm -hmm. to realize that while someone is exposing an oppressor, that there will be opportunists. And I think that that's where we are finding ourselves trying to really figure out where are we. Now, I will agree that most of these things are probably true. Mm -hmm. Now we're trying to figure out which ones are. Well, and, and I'll say this, you know, I, I am a believer that 
you know, we've talked about a lot of things that have happened as a result of uh, this COVID-19 and quarantine. And one of the things I think has happened has been the world has slowed down enough where oh, we now are able to pay attention to things that have been right in front of our faces. GB, you know? we read articles and not just headlines now. Exactly. Because we have started to learn that uh, the power of clickbait in terms of just a headline and how misleading a headline can be sometimes when you haven't read the details. And so what's intriguing about this uh, speaking out movement is it's not just one type of allegation that's happening. And yeah. it's not um, a scenario where, um, I don't wanna say there's a bunch of bandwagon folks, but I would say, I don't think we have a, I think the accounts that we are hearing are so detailed that if a person spent time to make it up, um, then they're being yeah. incredibly creative. And you know, and, and here's here's where I think it's challenging. The, 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 the details are riveting. It is. It really I are. was at this party with this person, mm -hmm. and this thing happened. I drank this. We went here. I said right. that this right. person knew about it afterwards. Then, then I was texted about it. It, mm -hmm. it goes deep. And, and, and I think, it, you know, I, I don't think that there's a coincidence that this is happening uh, in alignment with the Black Lives Matter movement um, really starting to pop off in the sense yeah. of, and I just want us to think about this. So we have had, uh, we can go back to stories that we've covered here on the faction. I think about Enzo, I think about Rich, Rich Swan or Rich Homie Swan. Um, when their allegations both came up, WWE specifically moved very swiftly uh, to release both of them. And then when Rich Homie Swan, um, his situation was uh, absolved, and he was absolved of all. Uh, of Thank all you for Ill. calling him Rich Homie Swan. Oh, you're welcome. I, it, I know it you. Still it still lives. It still lives. It still lives. <laughs> um, he he was given his job back with WWE. He has gone on to move to Impact Wrestling and have really still a very successful career. Uh, Enzo, on the other hand, was released from WWE. Was not welcomed back, um, though his name was exonerated from what happened. But those were only two of many scenarios that have been mentioned over time. And when you look at this listing of, of things, it really feels like the Me Too movement has finally hit pro wrestling. Um, yes. And it, it feels like it hit it about two to three years late, but it hit. And Well, but the wrestling community is so small, while so vast, that it's, it's like something, it's like a rumor being started in a small city. It's mm -hmm. going to take legs yeah. because you see, you have fans, they stopped watching weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Then you have guys like us mm -hmm. who are committed to the, uh, the love of the wrestling business. Sure. Sure. This is where the change is coming because we're making a lot of noise about them. We are, we are. And you know, again, so many of these scenarios are different. So you have, a Sammy Guevara, for instance, who we have covered uh, on this podcast 
Uh, if you go back a couple of episodes. Talking about a kid with a rocket on his back. Oh, my he gosh. He was just skyrocketing. I remember first seeing him at the NWA 70th anniversary show. You came back and raved. You oh came my. back and said, there's this kid named, man, you came back and raved about I was just so pumped about what he was doing. And um, to think of the incredible spot he had with AEW, I mean, to be part of the inner circle team Just with last Jericho. week he had an amazing match. Exactly. And so, um, you know, to now be in a space where, again, four years ago, uh, he made some just deplorable comments, which uh, we've aired on a previous episode. Well, he, um, he actually has issued an apology, uh, a video apology. I want you guys to check this out. Okay, um, I just wanted to get on here real quick and just say uh, there's going to be no vlog today and there's going to be no vlog for a while. I'm going to take a hiatus from social media in general. Um, I just want to apologize to anybody I, I let down, to Sasha, to anybody I hurt with my words. Um, you know, it just sucks because 2016 me is not me today. 2020 me would never say those kind of hurtful things that I did in 2016. I used to think it was funny to do some kind of shock humor to pop the room I'm in, but, um, wait for this ambulance to pass. I, uh, I thought it'd be funny, man, to do, do that kind of humor, this, this, uh, shock, shock humor. And uh, it, it's not, you know, I learned along the way, a lot has happened in four years of my life. I know a lot of people think four years is not that much time, but if you look at how much has happened to me in my life, from wrestling in the middle of nowhere in Texas, to wrestling all around the world, to wrestling in different countries, to wrestling on TV, for AEW, it, it, so much has happened to me in four years. And one of the things that's happened is, is, uh, is me growing, man, as a person. Um, I understand now that the words I say can impact people more than I'll ever understand. They can hurt people more than I'll ever realize. And uh, that's why you will not catch me saying these kind of hurtful things now in 2020. Uh, 2016 me is a very different me. And that's not an excuse. I still said those things and I'll still pay for those things. Um, but that's not me. And uh, I think along these four years more than anything, I feel like what I've done is I've grown as a person and I've become better. And uh, just know whenever I do come back, I will be better. Um, I'm gonna do sensitivity training and I'm gonna be a better version of myself. And uh, so again, sorry for anybody I let down uh, and to Sasha and to anybody I hurt. Uh, I will be back until then, um, you know, yeah, take it easy. You know, I'll see you when I see you. Okay, so Sammy has issued an apology. He has been in conversation with um, Sasha Banks. Uh, he said in his apology that, um, you know, he was a different person four years ago than he is now. That at that point, he just believed in the power of shock value um, mm -hmm. to really try to get attention and things of that yeah. nature. Um, you know, he has decided to shut down his social media, um, while he goes into sensitivity training, he does say he will be back, things of this nature, you know, that's one instance. And we're, I want to, let's just talk about that before we get to some of the other ones, because again, in a scenario like his, his deals with something he said versus something that's, uh, 
been accused of being done. And yeah. so we've seen how AEW in this case has handled Sammy Guevara. I want to ask you, do you think AEW handled it correctly? And does Sammy's apology suffice? Does that put him in the good graces of fans again? Or is there more? Well, well, let's not go into the good graces of the fans yet. Okay. Uh, it used to be the adage that wrestling fans had the shortest memory on earth. Then Hogan said the N-word. Didn't change that. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and, and, and fans who couldn't remember if Big Show was a good guy or bad guy last week have taken to Hogan with never forget. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very true. Uh, one Roman Reigns. Uh, uh, you know, had to become sick and very ill for mm-hmm. the fans to say, okay, we'll, re- we'll erase your ass. Yeah. Um, so the, the days of fans forgetting are, uh, are gone. Mm-hmm. The, now people respond to baptism. Mm. Have you been baptized? Mm. Have you been changed? Mm-hmm. Are you walking in a new light? Uh-huh. Who co-signs your discipleship? <laughs> uh, and, 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 and what is your language now? What yes. is your energy like now? Yes. One of the major tensions that a friend of ours, uh, Mark Henry, who's been on the show twice. Mm-hmm. And Mark, we'd love to have you back on, especially uh, as we've seen you lately on The Last Ride with Undertaker. Yes. Uh, uh, he's from Austin right up the street. So uh, for me. But one of the things that March said, and he's very vocal about, is he gave Hogan the road to redemption. Yes. And Hogan chose not to use the road to redemption. Some of that is to me because, and I don't think I'm misspeaking because of this, and you get guys, I don't care if you air it back later and show Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that comes from what we're dealing with now, which is privilege. Mm. Privilege told him he didn't have to go down that road. Mm-hmm. Privilege said it'll be over with sooner than later. And the fans are proving that's not true. So what does one Sammy Guevara need to do? Mm-hmm. I take into account that Sammy was 22. Mm-hmm. That matters to me. It also, ta- it also take into account that Sammy comes off the heels of a culture that our generation helped to make famous, which is shock value. Now, we won't take the whole shock jock thing because that came from the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. You guys gave us Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. We gave you guys jackass, okay? Uh, so, uh, and, and please don't sound bite that to just make it sound like I just cursed. I was naming a show. Okay. Uh, but, but, but they gave us that. So the grandkids of that are kids who say things for shock value. The tension is we knew we were breaking rules when MTV came out with that show. Mm-hmm. We knew we were breaking rules when BT came out with BT uncut. Mm-hmm. But Sammy's generation didn't register it as a breaking the rule in the moment. They just registered it as conversation to have. It's probably the way that they've spoken behind the scenes. But so, does does not recognizing the break? It makes it worse. I, I was it makes say, it worse. Yeah, you okay. desensitize yourself. See, yeah. we had a we saw things on MTV and BT that we would still say, "Oh." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was no cringe in them None. when he said that statement, None. which means that he has to go through a sensitivity baptism to, un- listen, my daughter was just here for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I can't remember what I said, 
But I said something, and my daughter said, Dad, you, you, you can't say it like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, why not? She said, it, it, it's insensitive. She said, it's not politically correct. Mm-hmm. And now, what I said, I thought was low level. I thought it was just, you know, something small. I dare not say what I said, because I want to Thank be you, you 10 years from now. No. Uh, but she just said, you can't say that. Yeah. So I am learning in this climate still what you can and cannot say. Now, I would never say what Sammy said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that as opposed to throwing Sammy away, we get an opportunity to do some sensitivity training. I think we get an opportunity to, um, to rehabilitate him, but only if he's going to choose to use his platform to now educate and make people aware of the need for such sensitivity. If you are unwilling to do that, then I'm not certain you deserve our platform. How, how long should Sammy Guevara specifically be away? I'm keeping him away for a month. But after a month, he's a month. Paying, listen to wow. this. After, after a month, paying curtain call Triple H dues for about two years. <laughs> wow. I wow. because you remember you remember you remember, remember Triple H. I remember. Get over. But, and I remember as a fan thinking like, this dude's seconds from being fired. Mm-hmm. So to me, Sammy has to stay off social media. To me, Sammy has to pay his dues and put some guys over. And uh, I, I, th- I think by leaving him off for, for – um, I mean, because, listen, if we leave him off for eight months, he's going to come back to fanfare. He's going to do a run-in, and he's going to – then the people are going to go, oh, Sammy's back. Well, I, I think a month's too soon. Um, and granted, I know that the new I want cycle, Nia to be taken out further than, longer than Sammy. Well, I'm dead serious about that statement. I want Nia gone for a while, too. But Nia's the most unsafe wrestler. I, I won't go into Here's the sad part. Nia, got, they try to drag you for it. Which, you know, I, I, I shut we'll that down there. quickly. I shut that down quickly. But, you know, the, the thing is, and just stepping off of Nia for a second, my concern about one month is that's four weeks. Four weeks of television moves very, very fast. And I don't know that, considering that every day we're getting new uh, commentary. I respect that. I respect that. I don't know that that's going to be enough time. So so we have to let let let, let, let things clear for a second is what you're saying. We definitely need to let things clear. I agree with that. And I'm honestly not sure how Sammy proves himself to us. And here's what I mean by that. Because we've seen in the Black Lives Matter movement for folks who have made statements that were contrary to what they should have been, a Drew Brees, a Louis Giglio, etc. They've come back with apologies that didn't sit well with most of us. So I'm, because, I'm not Because sh- they didn't have the roadmap. Well, the, those, well no, those they guys. had a they had a roadmap. They attempted to follow the roadmap, but I, I think we were at a space where words weren't enough, right? So I think the roadmaps they were given were horrendous. Well, there, there's that. I, I think for a Sammy, um, I definitely think time away needs to happen, and there needs to be a 
long enough period of time for him to demonstrate this isn't who I am. And admittedly right now, I'm not sure of what that looks like, right? Like, I'm not sure if that's, you know, going out and talking to kids and like a be a star kind of campaign. Talking I don't kids. know. Like, well, I mean, like. You, you, <laughs> I, want them, well, I want them far away from kids. Well, no, 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 no. Well, see, the thing with him, for instance, is. He's just not talking to pets. Well, I, I, I don't know. The point I'm saying is there has to be some demonstrative consistent way that we're able to say he doesn't feel this way about women, you know? Um, and, and if you're a woman, and I guess this is another question, which we don't know the answer to, like, if you're a woman in AEW right now, uh, do you feel unsafe with him in your locker rooms? You know, do you feel yeah. unsafe? Like, because those are the real questions, you know, this was said about Sasha Banks four years ago. We don't know. Uh, if this was her first time hearing it. Though, because we've mentioned the wrestling community is small, as we have seen, I doubt it was her first time hearing it. So I, I just, I don't know what it's going to take for women to feel safe with a Sammy Guevara. Now, that's just for what Sammy said. When we start looking at for what um, folks like uh, Jimmy Havoc and folks like Marty Skrull have done right allegedly uh, have done well here's here's okay so let me let me get to the allegedly piece right i'm for the allegedly if a person can come out and a categorically deny what happened and b have some sort of corresponding proof to be able to do that in a case like skrull for instance skrull did not come out and deny what happened Right. Skrull said, I thought it was consensual. And then his bigger concern was, his bigger, he said he thought it was consensual. He thought it was legal. And for those who don't know, Marty Skrull was accused uh, of sleeping with and drugging a 16-year-old. 16-year-old. Okay? So again, we're talking about different mm -hmm. levels here. Not justifying what Guevara did. We're but, talking but jail said, time now. Right. It's what he said versus what Marty Skrull has done from the person's account and his response saying, hey, I thought it was consensual. And he spent more time saying, I don't want you guys um, causing harm to this girl. She deserves the freedom to say what it is that she's saying. So that's a much different. And again, we're talking drugging someone. We're talking raping someone we're talking exposing yourself and a minor so we got a lot happening here and my concern is that ring of honor as of yet has done nothing has said nothing and he is their lead booker so if aew suspends sammy guevara indefinitely and takes his pay away but Ring of Honor has done nothing to their lead booker who it's hard to say that he didn't do this because he's not categorically denied it. What is happening here? It's, 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 I, I tell you what's happening. Triple H is thankful Marty's girl turned down an offer to come to WWE. And, and so is uh, Cody Rhodes. So is Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, New Japan is looking like, whew, we dodged a bullet. 
We dodged a bullet, not to be confused with the Bullet Club. Correct. And so, of which he was uh, a part. Of which he was a part. Yeah. When you look at this, the girl has receipts. Does. She has text messages. She has screenshots. It just gets crazy. You know, Marty is in a real pickle, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, his has jail time looming over it because these are all things we've seen men of color. Yes. Legends of color. Mm-hmm. Be placed behind bars for. Yeah. One being sent for 10 years and the other one still awaiting his trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but both convicted in the public opinion. So we're going to look at this, and I am looking at this from a racial tone of saying he's not denied. She stated, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Yeah. Now, there can be a man who has amassed so much and given so much to universities who's gone to jail. Then I wonder what's going to happen to said Booker well, over a lighter persuasion well here's here's the other thing that i think people tend to forget about as well in the case of the celebrity who was a philanthropist um people filed charges and followed this thing all the way through in court right now all we have is an account on twitter which i'm not i don't misunderstand me I'm that's no, important. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But in the eyes, but until you file charges, we're not going to be able to see the system do whatever it's supposed to do. So now I will say filing charges isn't just some random easy thing one does because now you got to get a lawyer, you've got to be willing to have this uh, dragged out in court, perhaps details of your life becoming public. And a lot of people have to make decisions like, do I want to go through that? The truth of it is with the Me Too movement, we didn't see a lot of people brought up on charges. We saw a lot of accusations and a lot of things taken from people, and in many cases, rightfully so, but it was not, there were very few cases that were given to the law and to the judges and to the courts to be able to make decisions on. And so I think it's going to be up to all of said accusers, you know, if they want to see that kind of result for these wrestlers right do that and again the thing we have to consider is this you know there are a lot of people who are going well it happened x number of years ago why are they just waiting until now to say it that is the classic comment from someone who lives in privilege right right and we've talked about from the black lives matter movement um how privilege belongs to those who are white well, in this sexist movement, privilege belongs to those who are male um, or those who are dominant. And so Very when true. you think about the pro wrestling industry, it is a male-dominated industry. And so right. women have had to go through things that most of us would consider unimaginable. And, which is why we wanted Moolah's name off of the female rumble because she was not only uh, said to be uh, – the person who allowed it, she's the person who actually oppressed it. Uh, exactly. Because she benefited from it, you know? And so it's going to be really interesting do, to wa- – go ahead. Do you expect more people to be like Cornette, come out and just just come out guns blazing? Well, if here's the thing. It's much easier to come out and deny something if you didn't do it. 
right? Yeah. Like it's, it's just much, much easier to do that. Um, what we're seeing in a number of these cases, and we've seen some people, Jordan Devlin has said, no, I didn't do it. He categorically denied it, but it did not stop uh, certainly progress from removing him. We've still not heard from NXT UK in terms of what they're going to do at this point. But again, you know, if you didn't do it, it's much easier to be vocal about it. So to me, my thoughts are, if you didn't do it, you should probably speak up and speak up really loudly. Um, because right now, this movement has a ton of momentum, and rightfully so. It does. And if you're, if you're not guilty, you need to say something. Because if you are, you should be dealt with, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Jim Cornette, June 19th, helpful hint. I've been told that when you're faking a screenshot of something that happened years ago, you shouldn't use the person's current profile picture that's only been up a week. Oh, well, see, and that's just it, right? Like, as we know, for people who are looking to fabricate, there are so many ways in, you can, in which you can do that, that it can be believable. But it goes back to something you said earlier, where we're actually not just reading headlines. We're reading the content. And so oh, we, we have now, time. We have time to look and to see, okay, whose name was used? What's the, you know, we get to see all of those things to be able to determine, okay, do we believe this or do we not? It is sadly a matter of time before this start hitting legends whom we love. And it starts walking through the Hall of Fame and it starts walking through Titan Towers. And we all have to brace ourselves mm -hmm. for what we may discover. It's amazing to me that as a wrestler, you there's an allegation made about you and you will become fired or suspended. But with such said same allegation, you can be president of the United States. Uh, yeah. And, and you can be part of a wrestling hall of fame. How crazy is that? That you can. Okay. Well, boom, yeah. Boom, boom. yeah, there we go. Hey, listen, we're going to get out of here. Um, Oh, gosh, man. And there's still more to talk about, which we will be bringing yeah. more topics, more conversation. Um, we're planning some really special conversations, guys. So uh, I want to just tell you we're going to have more topical kinds of conversations here in this format. And in terms of current news, we'll be covering a lot of that during our quick hits, which you guys can check out pretty much on a daily basis uh, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. But until then, here's how you can reach out to us by way of social media. Courtney. At I am Courtney Beard on Instagram. Courtney Beard on Facebook. I do want to hear from you. And if you're following Brandon J. Clack, he said unfollow him and follow me. Is what he just told me before we did the show. He said, hey, man, tell them to unfollow me and, like, follow you. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And, of course, you can uh, reach Brandon at Brandon J. Clack. You can reach John at John Murray. And you can reach me at Bonnerfied on all aforementioned platforms. And if you're not already doing it, make sure you're following Southern Honor Wrestling at Southern Honor Wrestling hey, on, yes. Your wife starting a business on this week. Yes, yes, Go, yes. go Yanni, shout Waxing, out Yanni. When this Waxing Beauty Suite. Uh, and so you guys, uh, ladies and men, she are, she's taking all of you as clients. So, uh, you know, one of, the re one of the things I heard, and I don't know how true it is, but I heard that um, one of the hairiest men in pro wrestling was Hulk Hogan. But we never know it because he got waxed so much. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, 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 which is rightfully so, being a Florida boy, you Absolutely. know, growing up as, as, a, as a muscle guy, it makes total sense. Wrestlers, if you come to Atlanta, gotta get touched up. Yeah, there you go. She's she the spot the to blog. go to. So you can follow her at Waxing Beauty Suite on Instagram. Tell her I sent you wrestlers. I promise you, she will get you right. And uh, yeah, no George the Animal steal for you. You can't. Uh, <laughs> your hair can uh, not be there. They won't call you Matt Bloom and shave your oh. back. You won't get those chants oh, at all. Visit <laughs> her while you're here in the ATL. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your continued support. We've got more where that came from. Until next time, we are back. <laughs>